Welcome to the Elevate Higher Wellness Podcast. I am your host, Roy Ree Toomer, and I'm here to remind you that your health and wellness matters and personal growth is a good thing. It's liberating, it's healthy, and you can still transform to live your best life. It's never too late to become the best version of yourself. Each week, we will be discussing strategies, tools, and tips so that you can create epic change in your life and become the healthiest and best version of yourself. Hey, 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 y'all. Welcome to episode eight of the Elevate Higher Wellness podcast. And I am your host, Roy Ree Toomer. And I'm here to teach you how to elevate to a healthier lifestyle by providing you with the tools to elevate your mind and body to become the best version of yourself. Welcome back, y'all, to episode eight of the Elevate Higher Wellness podcast. I'm so glad that you guys are here. You know, we're now in the month of November and time for Thanksgiving and all those good things, but the holiday time can also be a stressful time. Do you ever feel overwhelmed during this time of year? I know that when this time of year hits, it tends to be stressful, overwhelming, also some anxiety and some sadness. And the reason why there's sadness for me at times is because five years ago, around this time, it was actually about three days before Thanksgiving, my father passed away. And no matter how much I try to keep keep an uplifting and positive mindset during this time of year, I still experience some type of sadness or grief. And then you guys know when you have Facebook memories and all those things that come up, sometimes those feelings just come back and they sit on you. And, you know, I fall into a moment of sadness. I fall into a moment of grief and I have to grab myself out of this hole in order to feel good again. And I know that grief is natural and it's something that we go through. But when someone close to you passes away, it's always hard. But when it's around the holidays, it makes it extra hard because not only are you missing your loved one, but you're also reflecting and missing the memories that you were able to create with them, especially around the holiday season. And I miss my dad immensely, but I'm so grateful for the years that I had with him in the physical realm. And you know, that's who I'm named after. My dad's name is Roy and I am Roy Ree. So it's only fitting. And you know, I'm just grateful for those memories because you have people that never find out who their father is or, you know, they pass away before they're alive. There's so many different circumstances. So I am absolutely grateful for all the years that I had with my father and dealing with my grief through therapy has been one of my proudest accomplishments because when I first lost my father, I really didn't know how to feel. I had bad outbursts with my family. There was one time when we were at my son's football competition and He was really an active football player through his youth and high school years. And I was at every game supporting him and, you know, just being a part of everything he did was football. And at this time we were at a tournament out of town and it was just something that made me snap. And it was during the time, not too long after I had lost my father and I really felt lost. I felt stuck. I felt clueless, but girl, let me tell you, after I had that breakdown with my family, I knew that something was wrong and it was different from what I normally experienced because a lot of times we try to handle things on our own. But when it gets to a point of where you know that you need help, go get the help that you need because nothing is wrong with going to see a therapist. Nothing is wrong with seeking help and nothing is wrong with 
seeking the information that you need to move on because that's what makes you stronger. When you hold that pain on the inside, it is only weakening you. It's keeping you stuck in your emotions and your feelings, and you're not able to express how you truly feel. So I want to encourage you if you're out there and you're going through something, whatever it may be, if you need therapy, go get it. And my therapist helped me to understand that it is okay to feel sadness about him not being here any longer. And it's also okay to grieve. We all have a process and each and every step of that process is personal. It's personal to you and it's personal to your journey. So if you're going through a situation like that, how you handle grief may be different from how someone else may handle it. So just know that you are unique to your own journey and During my time um, with my therapist, I had so many unanswered questions about his loss and how to handle it. And in my own family, I had experienced seeing family members that neglected themselves or act as if the loss hasn't occurred or affected them in some way or another. And their grief turned into it could have been drug abuse alcohol abuse or different things. And I know that I wanted my journey to be different as far as handling the death of my father, because as a mom and as a wife, I am in front of these people every single day. And I have to be a good example to my children so that in the future, they're able to do the same. And my goal was how can I be a healthy example and how can self-care help me during the holiday season because I still have to go through this time of year with my family, with my children, with my husband. And it's not fair to take out any pain or any upset that I'm going through on on them. So I have to find a way to take care of myself, nurture myself, especially during this time. And we have been taught that the holiday season is supposed to be the what the most wonderful time of year. Unfortunately, that's not the experience for many people during the holiday season. And during the holiday season, there is often an increase in depressive feelings as time and money resources are drained and or people are struggling with a recent or unresolved loss. Self-care is so vital throughout the year, especially during the stressful holiday season. So today I'm going to share with you the symptoms to look out for during this time of year and also six tips that you can use now to take care of yourself during the holiday season. So you guys know what to do. Grab your pen and paper and get ready to take some notes because this information will not only help you, but it can help a loved one that you may see struggling. So, all right, y'all, let's get started. So according to the Psych Central, it's a book that I was reading and actually a website. They have lots of information, but it says that although people respond to stress differently based on their resilience and personality, there are some common symptoms to stay alert for. And this is during the holiday time. You want to be more cognizant of these signs because it's a proactive approach to reducing stress. So some of the symptoms are, um, the first one will be physical symptoms, and this includes headaches, muscle tension, shortness of breath, fatigue, appetite changes, and also disruption in your sleep patterns. Now, some of the mental symptoms that can occur is when a person is having trouble thinking clearly, they cannot concentrate, um, they're talking negatively, or they're using poor judgment. And the emotional signs may be 
a sense of feeling out of control, nervous, they're anxious, they feel hopeless or they're angry, and also negative behavioral changes that include aggression, excessive use of substances, and also other compulsive behaviors. So if you're experiencing any of those signs or you know someone that is, I'm going to share with you these six tips that you can use during the holiday season to take care of yourself. And also, if you feel that you need to seek professional help, do so. Check out your EAP programs if you're working. There's also free resources where you can go see someone. And also, I love going to Therapy for Black Girls website because they have a directory of therapists in your area. And I will also include that in the show notes. So let's go ahead and get started. The first thing that you can do to start taking better care of yourself during the holiday season is you want to start with gratitude. So I did some research and according to the Harvard Medical School, they stated that gratitude is a thankful appreciation for what an individual receives, whether tangible or intangible. With gratitude, people acknowledge the goodness in their lives. As a result, gratitude also helps people connect to something larger than themselves as individuals, whether to other people, nature, or a higher power. So what I like to do, rather than focusing on things that you can't change or being in a negative state, focus on the things that you're grateful for. You can be grateful for the gift of life, your family, your job, the roof over your head, the food in your refrigerator, your eyesight, your body, um, your voice, your use of taste, your use of touch and sounds that you can hear. There's so much that you can be grateful for. So what you have to remember is that what you have, there's somebody else out there that wants what you have. Please, if you don't do anything else, always be in a state of gratitude because when you're in a state of gratitude and you appreciate everything that you have in those blessings, you will continue to be blessed. So when your mind attempts to go towards a negative, I want you to find a way to flip it around. Take out your journal, write down five things that you're grateful for. If you don't have a journal, write it down in a notepad. If you don't have access to a notepad, say it out loud, the things that you're grateful for, and you'll start receiving more blessings and more abundance into your life because you're grateful for what you already have. The second tip would be to learn to say no. Now, y'all, we know that's a big one because we're always so quick to commit you know, oh, I'll do it. You know me, I'm a mom, I'm a wife. I love volunteering. I love helping. And sometimes I overcommit. But I have to stop myself and say, okay, Ro, is this something that's, you know, something that you can truly commit to? Or are you going to be stressed out while committing to it? So you have to think about those things. And although there are obligations that you may feel that you need to attend, whether it's a work party, a business party, a family party, or anything like that, it's okay to say no sometimes. You don't have to be negative Nancy during the holidays where everyone's like, oh girl, what's wrong with her? You don't have to be that way, but what you can be is just stay mindful of your own needs. We have to stop putting ourselves on the back burner and put ourselves on the front so we can always take care of ourselves, refill ourselves and recharge ourselves, and then we could go out and do those other things. So if you are planning to go to a holiday event or be around people that stress you out, all you got to do is kindly decline and remember that your self-care comes first. Number three, you want to get in some exercise. Now, y'all know if you follow me on Instagram or Facebook, I love to exercise and exercise is like my free form of therapy. I love the way it makes me feel. I love the way I feel afterwards. And it's something that you can do on your own. You can do in a group setting. There are so many things that you can do to get some exercise. You can get out in nature. 
You can exercise at home, turn on YouTube. There's so many ways that you can do this. So we all know that exercise makes a huge difference in your self-care. Not only does it help you physically, but what I love most are the mental benefits, such as exercise has been scientifically proven to be a mood booster while decreasing depression and anxiety. It also helps decrease your stress boost your brain activity. So you know what that means, y'all. It makes us smarter. I'm telling you, exercising is a bomb. You got to get it in, y'all. It also helps to increase your self-esteem and your self-confidence and leads to better sleep. Physical activity increases the body temperature, which can in turn have calming effects on your mind, and that will lead you to more shut-eye time. So who does not want more shut-eye time? Who doesn't want to just get some restful sleep and wake up in the morning and feel recharged? The only thing I recommend is try not to exercise close to bedtime because then you'll be up. (laughs) So if you don't have time to work out in the morning, work out in the evening. You could do a light walk. um, You can do some weights, but just be mindful of how close it is to your bedtime. And then number four is you want to reduce your exposure to stimulation. During the holiday season, there are so many different lights, sounds, sights, smells, movement than any other time of the year. No matter where you go, somebody is jingle belling or singing a carol or you see some Christmas lights. You know, it's just a lot going on. I can tell you with Black Friday, Cyber Monday and Small Business Saturday, it was like everything just felt like it was just so much going on. So many sales, so much information. It's just a lot. So I had to back up off of social media because it was just too much to take in while I was going through my time of grief. So I took a lot of time just to rest, spend time with my family, do some reading and just spend some time alone and just being mindful where it's quiet because it gave me the energy I needed to be able to recharge, refocus, and also just realign. Now, there are a few things that you can do to help with less stimulation. You could ride in your car with the radio off, enjoy the silence and the time to calm your mind and your energy, change your Christmas lights from blinking to a simple steady glow, and also detox from technology. And that's so good because it allows you just to be present in the moment and disconnecting from the digital world allows you to connect with the world around you. So spend some quality time with your family, with friends, be present in the conversation without being distracted by social media and get in tune because a lot of times everybody is just scrolling away or tapping or just looking at their phone. But the best thing that you can do is just be present and engage with the people around you. And during your digital detox, you can use that time to recharge and re-collaborate. So get some sleep, eat some healthy foods and indulge in the little things that make you happy offline. Use that time to listen to your mind and body so you can go into the new year with new energy, a fresh perspective and also some increased productivity. And then the fifth tip, for your holiday self-care would be to be open to new traditions. Now, I know after my father passed away, things were so different for my family. Um, It really had a huge effect on us and a lot of our traditions changed. There were some good and some bad and you have to learn how to start doing things differently because we know that the holidays come around every time around the same time of year. They're not going anywhere and whether you want to celebrate it or not, it's still going to be in the environment somewhere around you because so many people celebrate. So you can start new traditions with your family and friends. If you are alone on the holidays, 
Go be of service to someone else. Don't sit in the house and be sad and lonely. Let me give you a few examples on what you can do um, to go be of service. You can go volunteer at a shelter or at a food bank. They're always looking for people to come help and be volunteers. And you could put a smile to someone else's face. Reach out to a family in need. If you know anyone, check your local churches or people around you. If there is a family in need, um, donate to the family for the holiday season if that's something that you're able to do. You can also help with the Make-A-Wish Foundation. The Make-A-Wish Foundation grants wishes to terminally ill children. You can help by donating. Um, You can also bring gifts or visit a sick child in Children's Hospital. So you can do this by checking out your local Children's Hospital for volunteer opportunities. And you know what? Just by doing something for someone else will brighten up your day and your spirit. I know it has for me and I love helping. I love being of service. And, you know, I love just giving back in any way that I possibly can because not only does it help the other person, but it helps you feel good. It boosts your spirit and you never know where you may be in that life. So you may be on the other side of someone being of service to you. So it's always a good thing just to give back. And then the sixth tip would be, and this is the one that I feel is most important, is you want to pay attention to your nutrition because child, y'all know. Now with these holiday parties, potlucks, Christmas parties, there are so many different type of parties during this time of year. And it's so easy to gain weight. Oh, I'm just going to have this. Oh, I'm just going to have that, you know, and you're going to back to back to back events. And then it becomes, okay, I'm just going to throw all my good health habits out the window during this time of year, because there's just so many things going on. No, 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 y'all. We know that's not a good excuse, but there's also no need to deprive yourself, but you can make good decisions on what you eat because we know that that impacts your mood. So if you are feeling anxious, feeling stressed out, just not in the mood for anything, I know that in my past, I have been an emotional eater and I will eat my feelings away. So you don't want to do that. You want to be mindful of what you're eating. So it's important that you are aware of any mental blocks that you may be having. And these mental blocks could sound like this. Oh, I'm only eating this during this time of the year. Or, oh, I only get to eat this, you know, when such and such cooks it because it's Thanksgiving or because it's Christmas. And this dish reminds me of home and I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. You know, that list could go on. But to avoid overindulging and consuming too many calories, what you should do just like you do before grocery shopping. Eat something small before an event so you don't overdo it and be the one to bring something healthy to the party. You want to avoid gaining extra pounds during this short period of time because let me tell y'all, it will come on fast. Right now, I'm on my own weight loss journey again. I had lost a substantial amount of weight back in, it was between 2013 and 2000. I would say 16, I lost a total of 65 pounds and I have recently gained 25 pounds of that back. So I am on a journey to get it off and keep it off. Why? Because I feel comfortable at a certain weight. I feel healthier. I feel good. And child, I am not buying a wardrobe of new clothes. I simply refuse. I'm not going to do it. I know what happened. I know where I failed. I know there were other things like perimenopause that played a role in it, but I have to accept accountability also for the things that I didn't do. So I'm being more conscious, especially during this time of year, 
year because I don't want to gain the extra pounds in such a short period of time and then put it off to the new year. That's what most people do. Okay, in the new year, I'm going to lose this weight. But in actuality, do people really do it? No, because if you want to lose weight, you're going to start then. You're going to start now. You don't want to continue to, you know, add on more weight that you're going to have to get off. And it's okay to treat yourself during this time of year, but just keep a balance of healthier eating also. Y'all know that it's no surprise that the holidays can be tough. That's why you have to be so proactive about your self-care and how it will help you get through the holiday season. So, you know, even if your holiday season is running smooth with these six tips that I gave you, you are still able to be mindful of your self-care. So just a little recap, the six tips to help you through the holiday season would be to have an attitude of gratitude it's okay. Number two would be, it's okay to say no. Three, you want to get in some good old exercise, get out in nature. If it's cold where you're at, work out at home. No excuses, y'all. Four, reduce your exposure to stimulation. Go on a digital detox, ride quietly in the car, just bring it down so you can be mindful to your body. And that will give you time to reconnect and also you can be able to go into the new year with new energy, a fresh perspective, and also increase productivity. So you can go into this next decade ready and on the go so you can elevate your life, whether it's your health, your finances, your career, your relationships, all those good things in life. You want to be able to elevate to the next level. And then the fifth tip would be to be open to new traditions. If you've experienced loss during this time of year, it's hard, but you can go on and you could keep going and you could start doing that by being open to new traditions and being of service to someone else. And then lastly, you want to pay attention to your nutrition more importantly than anything, because you don't want to overindulge and put on those extra pounds that you're going to have to get off. So I hope that these tips help you now and also share them with a friend, share this podcast with a friend, reshare it on your Instagram story, share it on your Facebook, because not only will it help you, but it will help other people around you. And remember that self-care happens every day in life, not only during the holiday season. So now that you have these simple self-care tips to help you through the holiday season, I want to share with you a guide that I created that can help you get ready to elevate in 2020. And what this is, it's a companion guide. So some questions I want you to ask yourself is, what is it that you want to accomplish in 2020? Now is the time to start thinking about it and planning it because if you don't have a vision, if you don't have dreams, if you don't have goals, you're just moving through life on autopilot. Life isn't meant to be that way. Life is to be able to live out your dreams and live your best life. So whether your goals that you have set out for yourself or in your career, your health, your finances, this guide will help you create a new vision and fresh perspective for 2020. The Elevate Your Vision Companion Guide is designed to help you create a new vision and included in this guide, it gives you step-by-step instructions on how to create your vision board. Also, it gives you different exercises that will help you create your own vision. So if you're stuck and you don't have a clue on where to even start, this guide is for you. You are also able to track your vision and there's also inspirational quotes throughout the companion guide. So you can get this guide by clicking the link in the show 
notes or go to my website at www.elevatehigherwellness.com so you can start doing the work today and look back months from now and be proud of your growth. All right, y'all. So I just want to thank you so much for tuning in. Next week, we'll be on episode nine. And until then, keep elevating. Thank you for joining me this week on the Elevate Higher Wellness podcast. Please be sure that you check out my website at elevatehigherwellness.com. That's where you can subscribe to the show and also find more information on how you can elevate higher in your life. You can also follow me on social media on Instagram and Facebook. As always, please subscribe to the show so that you can catch a new episode every week and also leave me a review so I can continue to bring you amazing content. I'll see you next week.